Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. What an exciting morning. This is 2016 and we are starting a new year. So I welcome you with all the enthusiasm that you have. And if you don't have enough, then I'm, me and my guests are going to try and share what we have with you today. Now, this is for, as you know, the radio show is called Second Wind. And it really addresses women in, in transition. Transition of maybe a loved one leaving either through choice or, or, or leaving through death, um, our children leaving the nest, our families dealing with senior citizens and the transition in that, a transition of a job. There's so many transitions that when women particularly go through. So when I went through my transition, about 15 years ago, I found a real need to, for support. And it was really important to me in doing this radio show that we be able to offer this to you. So I want you to sit back, get ready with your questions, get your cup of coffee, get comfortable, because we are going to provide you with the way to set off your year this year by starting it fresh with goals and transition points that you want to happen in 2016. Now, my favorite guest is coming on because she is my accountability and good friend. Her name is Pat Gross. She is an attorney and she is the CEO of Leadership Matters. Her company works in schools to help educators reconnect with their passion for teaching and strengthening their classroom skills. Pat is a coach as well, and she directs her clients to recognize and to reach their potential. So please help me welcome my friend, Pat Gross. Good morning. Good morning, and from a very, very, very cold New York City where it's 11 (laughs) degrees today. Oh, my goodness. And poor Pat is even feeling that more because she was just in Florida, where I'm sure the uh, temperatures were much higher. Oh, yes. (laughs) So she celebrated the new year by going to Florida, right? I did. Yes. Yeah. Well, one of the things that we always go through at this time of the year is, well, how was last year? What did we like about last year? What 
didn't we like about last year? But there are so many things that we can be grateful for that it's really much more important to do positive. Don't you feel that way, Pat? I think that is such a powerful point that you just made because we can choose every single day to focus on what we do wrong or what we do right. And when we focus on what we do right, we just give ourselves more motivation and more momentum to keep moving forward. It's such a nice feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I think of, and, and for me, I don't know about you, Pat, but for me, it is an um, ongoing um challenge to always turn my mind toward the positive. Somehow the negatives might creep in there every once in a while. So well, it's absolutely. just an ongoing process, right? Absolutely. We are almost conditioned from the time that we're little to, you know, focus on what we're doing wrong. You know, if you, you know, I like working in schools. Well, what do they do in schools? They... <laughs> X out everything you do wrong. They don't check everything you do right. So we begin to focus and think and train our minds to look at what we're doing wrong. Uh-huh. But we can change that habit and turn it into a habit where we look at everything that's right. Right. So if I were to ask you to share um, maybe about five of your top things that you remember from last year that you were most proud of, that you look back with good feelings and say at a girl points for you, what would those five things be? Well, the number one thing that comes to mind is that I took some positive steps in learning to change my feelings and my attitude about money. Ah, yeah, dig. You know, having uncertainty or negative feelings about money is such a common practice, particularly Mm -hmm. for women, because we just don't have the expertise and training around money. A lot of times in our marriage, the husband's the one with the money, and then we're the one feeling we have to ask for it or figure out how to spend it. So so, um, I'm really pleased that I was able to spend time. I mean, it's time and energy and changing a habit mm-hmm. so that I don't have any of that angst about, you know, money when the subject comes up. So right. that's a big, big uh, success for me this year. Right. Um, another one is that I have gotten into the habit of going to the gym twice a week. Good and, for you. Yeah. And, um, I'll talk a little bit more about why later, why I only went twice a week. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But that was a big change for me. Uh-huh. Um, I also spent one month eating vegetarian. Oh, and how was that? That was not for moral reasons, <laughs> but I wanted to try it. I wanted uh-huh. to see, you know, there's so many unusual and, you know, crazy options a food yes. when you're vegetarian. So yeah. I was curious. Let's uh-huh. try it. And I was able and, to do and that. And Pat, would you recommend yeah. it? Or did you go back to eating a mixed diet? Well, I'm, I think that 
Um, moving forward in 2016, I'm going to be choosing vegetarian meals more days than not. Ah, but, okay. Um, I think the the big point is choosing. Yeah. Because that also means, like, I I committed to eating vegetarian in December, but not Christmas Day. Yes. Oh, <laughs> There's no way you. I was cooking a rib roast and not eating it. So. <laughs> so what was the benefit that you found eating vegetarian that you wanted to stay with that, committed to well, that, to some degree? Some. It, I, I lost some weight. Yeah. Uh, I felt more energetic. Um, sometimes with carbs, when you have more, um, you know, not, on a non-vegetarian diet, sometimes I feel that I have more of an up and down in my energy level. Yeah, yeah. And right. often I would feel at 4 o'clock in the afternoon or 5 o'clock in the afternoon more tired. So I mm-hmm. didn't have that. Mm-hmm. So, listen, cool. it's just... I'm 60 years old, but I can still learn about how my body works. <laughs> it's always changing. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's what it's about, trying to learn more about how things work, what's going to work right. for me in the next few years. Right. Okay, got another one? Um, I'd say another thing that I did was I made a commitment to spend more time with my nieces and nephews. I have 14 Mm. nieces and nephews, (laughs) and uh, I really wanted to have a little one-on-one time with each of them over the year, not always have it be a big family gathering, so that was nice to have those moments. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, it's, uh, just to, I want to highlight some of the things that you did in your, in your goals in talking about those things that were important to you last year, is that Listeners, if you will also make note that Pat divided her positive moments over different phases of her life. So she talked about health, which is one of those goals you do want to accomplish and address every year. The next one was family, family and friends. She addressed that as well. And then also... She did address sort of travel or something that she enjoys doing, which is pleasure and fun. And then her successes would be also in her coaching and uh, business area of her life. So she did talk about all of those areas. And those are four of the eight of the environments that I think everybody should consider in creating their goals that they want to accomplish this year. In every area, there's always highlights. So you have anything to say about that, Pat? Well, I, I think your point is well taken. We want to lead a balanced life. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, a balanced life, allows us to have more opportunities for joy, for success, mm-hmm. um, for interaction with people, for taking care right. of ourselves, all the things that we need to do. So you can help set that up by choosing goals in all of the areas. Right. 
Well, we are going to, we've just talked about last year, 2015, and it's good to recognize those things that you did accomplish because they're important. They're a foundation that you will use in building your goals for 2016. And without goals and destinations of what we want to accomplish, we will not accomplish anything. We'll just be like the wind that blows us through next year. We don't want that. So when we come back, we are going to be talking about resolutions. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, And yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author, and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today about goals. So goals that we want to accomplish in 2016. Now, why do we even do this? And I sort of alluded to it at the end of the first section. If we just go with where the wind takes us in 2016, we will have a year with many surprises, but maybe not the satisfaction that we might have wanted for this year, nor the accomplishments, nor the successes. So If you are wanting to create a successful year or that you have some goals that you want to achieve this year, then we have to sort of plan for those. 
First off, we have to identify what they are. And I have a process that I would like to share with you this morning. This is part of Mark Waldman, an an executive uh, MBA faculty member of Loyola Marymount University. He provides this information. So we're going to do this process, and I want you to get a paper and pencil right quick. I should have told you that earlier, shouldn't I? But anyway, we're going to do this process, and I'm going to do it with Pat, and hopefully you'll be doing it as well as you listen. So the first thing we're going to do is pick a goal that you pick. I want you to pick 10 goals. Let's write 10 things that you'd like to see uh, happen next year. Oh, let's shorten it. Let's just do five. That way you go faster. So let's do five things that you would like to do next year. And I'm going to give you 30 seconds, 45 seconds to do that. Pat, when you've got yours, you can let me know. Well, I've already worked on it, so I have mine whenever you're ready. Okay. Well, you should be should have chosen what's most essential for your well-being. So, what would that be, Pat? So, you share with us your top five. Well, uh, organized home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to get all the clutter out. Mm-hmm. Uh, have my financial records in order. Yes. Um, I want to, don't laugh, but start wearing <laughs> I'm already the laughing. jewelry that I have. Oh, I like that. <laughs> you know, no point in having nice jewelry that's sitting in the drawer all the time. No. Okay. Um, I want to get five speaking engagements. All right. And um, I guess the last goal that I would say would be to meditate daily. Okay. So reviewing those, the you the first goal that you had was organization. Mm-hmm. Um. So the second goal was um, financial. So that's organi- That's in the financial area. Right. The third goal was what area would you consider that? What do I mean? Self-care, maybe. Self-care, yes, personal. And then the next was business. And the fifth one was business as well. I can't yeah. remember what that was. Okay. So there are different areas that that Pat really wants to change or in some way. Um, Now, to change those, she's going to have to do some, uh, some interesting work because one of the things standing in her way will, of course, be her brain who says, I just want to, I don't want to change. The subconscious is saying, I don't want to change. And it's like, why would that say that? It's for your good, right? That you would change and instigate some new behaviors. But the brain basically is lazy. It has spent a lot of energy 
creating the habits that you're now working with, whether they're good or bad, whether they move you forward or not. So the first thing we need to do is work at reinforcing and committing to the change that we want to happen in our life. We need to be aware of our desires, and we need to also know that there are certain things that will sabotage our desires, and that's about, (laughs) that's all to do with the brain and how it works. So the most successful individuals are those that consciously choose to reinforce and make changes in their lives. And they do this with affirmations, statements of positive statements. They do this with pledges. And they also do this by renewing behaviors daily. Daily. So we're talking about quite a change here in our commitment to change. And if it lasts for more than six months and you can pull in your social network of family, friends, and colleagues, you even have a better opportunity of changing and being successful. So those are some of the basics that you have to take into consideration when you're talking about achieving your goals. Now, Pat has given us five resolutions or goals that she likes. Now, Pat, what I'm going to ask you to do now is take that list and crumple it up and toss it aside. Do that (laughs) for me. It is thrown away. (laughs) (laughs) Now, why did I do that? I don't know. Why did you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, those are the, those are the, Ordinary things that we most often write down. They're the easiest to come up with many times because they're old behaviors. So what we want to do by starting over is we want to do the create a beginner beginner's mind set. And we want to go deeper into the subconscious layer of our awareness. So what I want you to do now, <clears throat> and before you do that, I want you to yawn, stretch really high, and take a deep breath so that you totally relax your body. I might fall asleep. No, 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 don't do that. (laughs) Now I want you to write down on a paper the deeper reason of why you're writing those goals and what those goals would be. Now, I just want you to write three now. So you want me to write three new goals or the reasons why I chose those goals? New goals. Okay. All right, I have mine. Okay. Do you mind sharing those with us? Sure. Well, the first one is um, I want to write my book, The Purposeful Classroom. Okay, great. And the second one is 
I want to have a dining room with space for 24 people to sit at the table. Great. I'll be up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then maybe I should put down a cook for that dining room. But You're a marvelous cook. <laughs> I know you want to rest, though. Um, and then um, the last one would be to uh, coach adults in reconnecting with their purpose and desire. Okay. So Pat has created three goals different from her first goals. Can you explain the difference, Pat? Well, I think that the three goals that I just said were definitely a bigger stretch, scarier, Mm -hmm. um, but probably more meaningful when achieved. Right. They might you you might almost say they came from a different place. Well, and, I think they definitely came from deeper within. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm hoping that we would have used the word also more of the, your core values, something that's more in alignment with your core. The first five that you gave me were really good goals. I mean, there's nothing wrong with those goals, but they're pretty common goals in that we all want to get rid of clutter. We all want to, you know, work on our finances. And those are all good goals. But we need to make sure that our goals are in alignment with our core values so that we will accomplish them. Does that make sense? Well, sure. I mean, I think the reason they resonate deeper with me is because one thing that is just so uh, purposeful for me mm-hmm. one of, is to make an impact on education. And the way that I have decided to do that is by helping educators really find their power Right. You know, and right. let them make the classroom better and so therefore reaching the students rather than right. me personally being the teacher in the classroom. Right. But it's very, so the, very meaningful for me. That's thank you for that last line because that's where you want your goals to be. Because if they're more meaningful to you, then they're more likely to become accomplished. And that's what we all want. Every year we want to reach those goals that really change and we can feel successful in that we have accomplished something really important to us. Now, when we come back from this quick and short break, we will continue. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. 
So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction Power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. All right, we are talking today about goals or resolutions for 2016 with my friend, Pat Gross, and we have been accountability partners for almost four years. In other words, every day we speak and tell each other what we are doing to accomplish our goals for that year. So what we have done for the la- in the last segment was to write five resolutions, and then we tossed that away. And I asked Pat to redo her three resolutions going deeper into her thoughts as what she would really like to accomplish. Her first goals were good, but we really want to go deeper so that we're dealing with the core values that are really important to you. Now, for those of you who have not been on my a show when I did core values and how you identify your core values, I want you to go to giftwithjoyce.com and you can go through the process to identify your core values. Now, if you have any problems with that, I want you to contact me at secondwinwithchoice at gmail.com and let me help you through doing the core value exercise because it's very important when you're aligning your goals that they come from the core values and the core values are those beliefs that you have about what you feel is important to behave or to take place in your life. So, 
Pat has shared with us three goals. And Pat, what were those to recap for us? Uh, one was to have a dining room with room for 24 people. One was to write my book, The Purposeful Classroom. And the third was to coach adults to reconnect with their purpose and desire. Okay. Now, the reason I ask her to write those down is because anytime something is written, it's 50% more effective in becoming the actual, um, actually happening. So that's why it's important to write goals down. Now, I'd like for you, Pat, to go back and circle the one that aligns most closely with your inner value or your core value. Well, that's not such an easy job because they are all important. I mean, even if I look at it like having room in the dining room for 24 people, I mean, what that's about for me is you know, having a space for family and friends to just laugh and enjoy and and be together, and that's very important. But if I have to select the one, it would be to write my book, The Purposeful Classroom. Okay. Now, what's recommended through Mark's work is that this week you you sort of walk around and repeat that goal and write, write down even more goals that might further expand who you are and what you want to accomplish. Now, you and I have done the core value exercise, so that would help you in identifying those goals that would be in alignment with your core values. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things that I thought was really interesting, and I have been so guilty of this, bad is that I wanted to sit down and write my goals in one or two sittings. Have you ever done that? Well, I have done that, but what I find is it's important, you know, not to just sit down in January or in the end of December and write them down mm-hmm. and, and move forward, mm-hmm. but to go back to it over the course of the year and you know the good news is it's okay to change it's okay to (laughs) to let go of a goal it's okay to find out to say to yourself you know this one really is more important to me than the others I mean Mm -hmm. that's it's this is not something that's set in stone right yeah yeah, the change is uh, really important that we give ourselves that flexibility to know that we can change. Once you make a decision, though, you can't change when it starts getting tough. No, it's not about giving up, which is a very different point. Okay. Um, you have to understand with any goal that really is meaningful and really comes from your core, that it is one that's going to take a push by you. It's going Mm -hmm. to be beyond your comfort zone to make it happen. So you don't want to reach that point where it's difficult and then say, well, okay, I'm done. That's where you want to start looking at the tools that you're using every day to help keep you motivated and move you forward. 
Mm-hmm. What are some of the tools that you use, Pat? Well, you just talked about one thing, which is writing it down. And when mm-hmm. you take your goals, and, and not 30 goals for the year, but maybe the, the five you want to work on to start mm-hmm. the year, you write them down and you read them to yourself or you say them aloud daily, but you're mm-hmm. reinforcing them and you're, you want to say the goal, you know, I am writing my book, The Purposeful Classroom, and then I want to really just take a moment and think about how I'm going to feel when that book is done and when I'm talking to teachers about it and when they're reading it and asking me questions mm-hmm. about it and when I'm on your show talking about it. <laughs> you want to feel what it's like to have accomplished that because that is going to help you to stay on the task. Right. Yeah. That's what we call visioning uh, your goal and using all of your senses to bring that to reality in your body, even though it has not actually happened at the time you're visualizing. But because because you are feeling all the feelings, the brain really doesn't know that. Well, I have to say, what's amazing to me is that I have heard stories, and I'm not talking about, you know, Stories of famous people like the actor Jim Carrey who sat on the top of a hill looking at the Hollywood sign and looked at a check that he wrote to himself for whatever it was, $3 million, and looked at that every single day until he actually received that. But I have ordinary people like you and me who've visualized things and dedicated themselves to it and had it come true. And that Mm -hmm. is what motivates me to learn this tool and to use it. Yeah. I have a a story from last year. One of the things that, of course, you know, I'm a travel girl. I love to travel. And so one of the things that I really wanted to do last year was go to New Orleans and eat some of that delicious food in New Orleans. Mm. <laughs> and so... That's a good goal. Isn't that good? It's all around food. And so I really thought about a couple times through the previous year, last year, earlier part of last year and the year before, of going to New Orleans and remembering going to the games. As in high school, we used to go down to the Sugar Bowl and uh, played football. Arkansas, that's where I grew up. So it was always um, good memories, you know, and I could remember sort of my taste buds had gotten a little off course, but um, I really remembered how much fun it was, how exciting it is to be in New Orleans and had not been there in 20 years. And so it was really fun when I got the email last year from my uh, sorority in college, and we were having a reunion down there. And I just need to say I had my response back to them, yes, very quickly, because it was part of my visioning of my goal to go to New Orleans, travel to New Orleans. I, I think that's so exciting and wonderful to hear and 
probably one of the important points to remember is that your job when you are doing this vision work is just to feel it and see it and, in your case, almost <laughs> taste it yes. and not worry about how it's going to happen. Because, like, for you, you didn't know that your sorority was going to come up with this idea of going to New York. You didn't know anything no. about that. You just knew no. you wanted to go and you were feeling it. And this is what happens. Opportunities come that we know nothing about, but they directly meet the needs that we have. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, one of the uh, interesting things about once you do start visualizing and allowing magic to happen in your life is that you almost look, I mean, it's like, oh, my gosh, did I really bring that into my uh, into my space through my visioning practice? And um, it, it makes it so exciting to know that you have that possibility. You know, it, it really does. And I'll tell you. I don't know if that's what, why it happened or why it didn't happen, but I don't worry about that anymore. It happens. <laughs> I know. So I'm envisioning my trip to New York. <laughs> I like that so vision. <laughs> so I can come eat at your table for 24. <laughs> that sounds exciting. All right, when we come back, we are going to be talking about more about the importance of commitment. Um, and how we can use some of these tools to implement our goals for this coming year. Tools make it happen. We've already talked about one of the envisioning, but we also need to be aware that there are other things, and we need to use some strategies because, you know, there are going to be those things that pop up that say that really seem like setbacks to our goals instead of moving us forward. When those happen, we need to know that we can get our toolkit and then we can move forward into making it happen. So when you come back, that's what we're going to be talking about for our final segment. Now, if you did not get this earlier, I want you to go to giftfromjoyce.com to do the value, the core value exercise. I actually walk you through, and you can do your own um, value selection. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Have you heard? 
The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Pat Gross, a CEO of Leadership Matters, a company that works with schools, helping educators connect, reconnect with their passion for teaching and strengthen their classroom skills. And Pat will be sharing with us how you can, if you have specific, specific questions to ask her, you can connect with her. Also, I want you to be aware that because we are planning a new year, It's well underway, but I do want you to know that I value any input that you might have for Second Wind. I want this to be a resource for you. So if you are wanting a particular program or if you have a question of me, please send message to secondwindwithjoyce at gmail.com and let me help you in whatever way I can. It's always my purpose to be able to supply you whatever you can need to help you move forward. Have any question about those core values, please contact me and we'll work it out together. Now, Pat, I did mention that you have a a website that they could go to or a way to contact you if they are a teacher or involved with teaching. What would that website be, Pat? Well, my company's Leadership Matters. Mm -hmm. Leadershipmatters.com is the website. And anyone who has questions for me can contact me at pat at leadershipmattersny.com. Okay. Thank you. Now, we've talked about goals today. We've done a process on how to select your goal so that it is a deeper goal, a goal that comes from inside that really writes relates to your core values. Now, once you have selected your goals, the next very, very important commitment is commitment. And that is to say, I'm really going to stay with this goal that I have selected. And that means being 100% committed to it. Not a maybe, not I don't feel like it today, not a next week, but to get yourself up and moving so that you can complete and accomplish your chosen goal. 
Now, choosing a goal once you've gone through the process that we've used is really a consciously conscious effort. And I want you to write down two or three ways that you might consciously or unconsciously try to sabotage your goal. Now, I have some that I deal with constantly. One of them would be to procrastinate. I don't know if that's one of yours or not. That's probably seems, one of everyone. <laughs> it seems to be quite common, we might say. So be prepared if one of them is to procrastinate what that, what that, um, what you might do are your strategies that you might use to get through the procrastination button. So, Pat, do you have anything that you'd like to use, or what tool would you be using in dealing with some of the uh, ways that you sabotage yourself? Well, first of all, I think one of the reasons we procrastinate is when we think about the goal, it seems so big Mm, that we just don't want to take that leap to do it. So... Mm -hmm. You know, I was saying earlier that last year I and committed to and did go to the gym twice a week. Well, one of the reasons I chose twice a week is because all the years before I said, I'm going five times a week, I'm going seven times a week, and I did for about a week. (laughs) And then that all or nothing thinking comes in because, well, if I can't do it five times a week, what's the point? Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, that's part of the way that we're just, we're really not nice to ourselves. And we have to learn to be nicer and kinder to ourselves. So if my goal is to exercise more, it's perfectly fine to make that goal twice a week. And what that meant was that not only did I go twice a week, but many times I went three times a week. Once or twice I even went four times a week. And I felt fabulous. Mm Mm-hmm. But when your goal is five times a week and you go three times, you feel like you haven't made it. Right. So one of the tools to get around procrastinating is to make sure that you're creating a goal with steps so that you can take it small steps at a time. Right. That feeds back into choosing a goal that is doable for you that you know you can do. You can always exceed it. As you said, you went three or four times occasionally, but you were always sure to do the two weeks. Yeah, and also just understand that, you know, I made this goal knowing that I was going to turn 60 that year. So the idea of going back to the gym and lifting weights, I mean, this was (laughs) a stretch for me. Mm-hmm. It's not like it was going to be an easy goal. Yes. So it's not about making your goal so easy that you can reach it. It's going to be a stretch, mm-hmm. but make it, break it down into steps that are doable. Yeah. Okay, now there's another one in there that immediately came up into my thinking, and that's that mindset about exercising. How did you approach the mindset that said as you were at home, I don't want to go today. Well, one thing is a really helpful tool is to plan out your week. Oh, okay. And, you know, I would just 
sit down on Sunday night and take out a calendar. I -hmm. bought a planner book for the year and for the week, and I wrote down what I was going to do, the things that I was going to do. Ten o'clock, you know, on Monday and Thursday, I'm going to the gym. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had time for all the other tests that I want to do. And I broke, I break down my day every day so that in the morning I'm doing the things that are either the most important to me, like mm-hmm. for reaching my goal health-wise, the ones that are going to make money for me, yes. the ones that are really going to be important. And the afternoons when I go to the grocery store and clean the toilet and do all those things. Right. So I used to spend my mornings cleaning the toilet and going to the grocery stores. Now I do my more productive things in the morning. But when you schedule it out and plan it, it becomes habit. You Mm. just say, oh, this is what I'm doing tomorrow, and you do it. Right. Now, are you doing that with an accountability partner that's going to the gym? Or are Um, you going that independently? There are certain... One day of the week I go with a partner, and okay. so then I know, you know, there's no getting out of it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, but that for, is a good way to get yourself started. Right. Well, I know I've worked with a trainer before as sort of a backup plan that, you know, you're not going to disappoint a trainer as much. Nor no, you're paying them dis- money. Right. Nor if, you you know, you have the partner that's going to be standing outside of your house waiting for you to come walk, you're not going to disappoint them. So building in the time, building in the accountability to someone else is a great tool to use, particularly for, um, uh, you know, exercise, um you and I do it daily with our business. Right. And, and that's the thing. You don't have to have a person with you who's going to the gym or with you who's going to do any of the tests that you're going to do. You can make a commitment with another person like we do and say, this is what I plan to do today. And the next day, the person says, did you accomplish it? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. What stood in your way? And then things might come up, and you, you're you not putting the person down. You're just challenging them to how can you get that done today or how can you get that done this week. So it's, it's a positive energy around it. Mm-hmm. Not only is that support, but if sometimes if you're dealing with a real issue where you're blocked, you actually can't figure out something that you need to get to done it's easier to have that person that you trust that you've that knows you and knows where you're going to be that support so you can discuss it or work out something or you know sort of jog your memory as to other alternatives you can use to complete the goal absolutely and that's why it's so wonderful for me to have you a coach as my accountability partner because (laughs) you know the skill, you have the skills, you know, the tools, and you can challenge me in a way that makes me feel good about getting it done. Yeah. Well, you are a coach as well. So the benefit in our relationship, and it's pointed out whenever anybody selects an accountability partner, is that they kind of have somebody that is 
has the values that you want, is familiar with where you're going and what you want to accomplish so that they can be a real asset to helping you move forward. So that's another um, thing to suggest when doing accountability, when selecting your accountability partner. How important do you think an accountability partner is, and do you think it needs to be a family member? I think it should never be a family member because <laughs> there's too much emotion around it. Yeah. You, you know, there, 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 you want someone that you, you don't have that type of emotional tie to who can be unbiased and can give you a fair assessment of yeah. what you're, you're doing. But, okay. you know, maybe a family member could do that yeah. for you. But in general... You should pick someone who, you know, right, you feel Pat, comfortable I'm with. Have to, I'm going to have to cut you because we have totally talked up into the last 30 seconds of this show. And so, as is normally our case, but thank you very much for being here with me today and for discussing this. And for my listeners, I want you to give me those suggestions because... If you want more programs like this with Pat and I talking, that's what I want to give you because I love talking with Pat and sharing this. But we also have other things coming. So give me direction. I want this radio show to be of value to you so that you can use it to help build your dreams for tomorrow, to build your goals that will take you through with success in 2016. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 